On this episode of Low Earth Orbit, we review the game Kerbal Space Program. Welcome to Episode 7 of Low Earth Orbit. On this episode, we're talking about the game Kerbal Space Program. This is a desktop game for Mac, Windows, and Linux, I think. Uh, it's been in alpha since about 2011, and it's been continuously updated for a while, and we have been playing it to have a review about it. So um, I think we have a variety of opinions here. Scott, why don't we start with you? Have you been uh, enjoying the game or not? <laughs> uh, so I heard about it initially because... Uh, Steve Streza was tweeting about it and saying that he was really enjoying it. And he kept saying, hey, you know, I got something in orbit. And I, I there was a couple of little milestones that he tweeted out. And I hadn't heard about it until then. Um, so it's kind of interesting because it's like a space thing. And there's little like Pixar style guys like flying around. Um, but I didn't really know much about the game. I pretty much, you know, we had talked about we were going to review it. So I just jumped right into Steam and downloaded it and, you know, just started without any kind of warm up. The thing I didn't realize, and the thing that caused me some problems initially, was I didn't realize it. It's like pretty hardcore sim. Like there is, like you're. I mean, physics are in play, and there's not a lot of sort of warm up. You're just kind of dumped in, and I wasn't expecting that, which is my fault because I just didn't really realize that was the situation. Um, so initially, I, I just started running through the, the tutorials, and both of them independently had pretty serious issues uh, that kind of prevented me from comp- completing them. And at that point, I was kind of like, I don't really know how to proceed here, which kind of got me in, uh, you know, a, a bad mode. And we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about the, the initial experience more. But basically, I was initially starting with that. Tutorials didn't really work. And the UI was really confusing. Um, and there was just this huge learning curve I wasn't expecting. So I was having a pretty rough time about it. And then uh, a few hours later, I, I started to have fun with it. And I'm still kind of, I think, at that point pretty much where it looks like it's promising. And there's parts that, that are a lot of fun. Uh, but at this point, it, it's a little bit hard to recommend it just because there's just this huge learning curve that, that uh, you know, at least for me, kind of made it difficult. So I, ultimately, I, I like it. I enjoy, I'm enjoying it. I'm getting closer to really liking it. But right now, it's, it's a little bit back and forth. All right. And Steve, this game seems right up your alley. So I'd love to hear what you think about it. Yeah, no, I, I think by all rights, I, sh- I should love this game. Um, I like Apollo 13 is one of my favorite movies, and you know one of my favorite miniseries is From the Earth to the Moon, which chronicles the the um, U.S. space program. And so I was I was really excited when I when I heard about this the game, and so I downloaded it and, and inst- installed it, and I was sort of immediately kind of immediately off put by the by some of the quality issues of the game. Like it feels very Linuxy. Yeah, like, the text rendering is horrendous, yeah. and the, you know there's tons of copy editing errors, and it doesn't follow like Mac you know user interface conventions at all. Did, by and, the way, did everyone play on Steam, or did you guys download it separately? I downloaded the I, demo. Yeah, I, downloaded I didn't the actually demo. play okay. the full. I, game. I downloaded the full version from Steam yeah. for whatever that's worth. Yeah, I downloaded the demo, which I guess is not like completely up to date with the Steam version, but it's pretty recent. And I for a future right. comparison, are we all playing point two one? Version point two one. I have no idea. I think so. I'm pretty okay. sure the, the demo is on point two one. Okay. Um, so so yeah. So I like I was really excited and I played through the tutorials. I didn't have the issues with the in-game tutorials that you mentioned, mm-hmm. Scott. Um, and so I kind of went through those, um, but I was immediately just overwhelmed by all of the keyboard shortcuts. There are so many of them, just dozens and dozens for like, all these little things. And so I kind of went through them and I and then I went and built my first spaceship. That was actually a lot of fun. Like I had a lot of fun building the spaceship. And then I went to go and like launch the thing into orbit. <laughs> and like I had the awful time because like I would, you know, I would I would get to the point where like I needed to 
separate my like you know the the, the different segments of my of my of my the rocket and then I would, the stages yeah sorry the stages of my rocket and then I would figure, well, what is the key for that and you can just like, mm. click like the separate separate stage button on the UI you know you yeah. have to know what the keyboard shortcut is yeah. for it and so that was that was really frustrating um, and I kind of got past a lot of those issues yeah but you know I ended up like spending a lot of time playing the game and the thing I I just I think I sort of learned course of playing this was that you know i really love the sort of like the grand plan for how to you know how to like reach the moon and all the strategies and you know what what should we achieve on the, you know in this particular mission what are our goals you know and all that all that kind of stuff and i don't really want to fly the ship myself though <laughs> that's what i hire astronauts for i don't want to be the one like you know dealing with all this stuff like you know and i i really just didn't enjoy that aspect of the game at all like I don't, i'm not great with for games that require fine motor control mm. way too much of that required in there's this a game. lot of that yeah. Lot, yeah and for long periods of time too you know yeah. and like and, and there's all the, i want to like talk i wanted to like put a, a space station in one of the lagrange points which mm. is like a neuromancer that'd be so cool turns out the, the physics model while extremely accurate in yeah. this game does not actually properly model the lagrange points very disappointing um, but I was trying to do things. I was doing like things like transfer orbits and stuff, you know, and that, which is you know uh, interesting. But again, I was like, man, this is just not something I find particularly fun. Like you know, like I don't want to be the one fly and trying to actually execute all these orbital maneuvers. Like I want to like plan the stuff out. I don't want to actually execute it. And so I ended up not enjoying the game. Oh, all right. Well, I I really enjoyed it because I got to pilot the spaceship, you know? So it's funny that, like, the thing that you thought was, you know, not the fun part, I actually thought was a lot of fun, you know? So, you know, I've been playing the demo just like Steve, and I started out just kind of screwing around with basically the rocket editor. So I'm like, oh, build a rocket. Of course I'm going to start there. I'm going to build a rocket. It's not rocket science. Exactly. Well, maybe a little. So and then you, you know, you build up your rocket. I'm like, oh, I'm going to build some stages, you know, and I'm going to have all these different, you know, solid fuel boosters and you, liquid fuel. Were you playing the story or the sandbox? There's a sandbox, okay. yeah. And so, you know, building my rocket, and I have no idea what I'm doing. The first time I built a rocket, I forgot to put a parachute on the command module. And so I killed a lot of little astronauts in the process of playing this game. And, you know, you just kind of learn how all those little pieces work. And then and then after just kind of playing around on my own, I and then I read a couple tutorials on the web. And then I finally went back and played the actual in-game tutorials, which, at least in the demo mode that Steve and I played, are actually pretty well done. And so then I learned about, like, sort of some orbital mechanics. And it's like, oh, you know, if you, you know, accelerate at these particular points in the orbit, then you can circularize your orbit and you can do a transfer orbit to, you know, get out to the moon or you can do all these other things. And I played the moon, the moonshot tutorial where you actually, it starts you out in orbit and then you shoot your way around the moon. And that was a ton of fun. I'm really enjoying it. Like, I think I might actually get the full game because mm-hmm. I want to explore, like, the rest of it and, like, play with all the parts and, like, learn how to do all of the orbital mechanics of it all. And, like, it's a lot of fun for me to sort of, like, nerd out and, like, actually fly the spaceship to these critical points and, like, have to orient it the right way and, like, you know, use all of the tools that you have in there to actually pilot the spaceship. I think it's so much fun. So I've been I've been really enjoying the demo that I've been playing, and I, I think I might actually buy the full game because it's been really fun. Yeah, I think... If nothing else, they deserve credit for really like for saying, "Let's make a full space simulator, physics and everything." And yeah. they look pretty whole hog. I mean, there's not a lot of room for error, aside from the Lagrange points thing. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so that sounds really tactical. Like you yeah. definitely have already like I, you tried said to some do words some I wasn't familiar with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so, so, do you know what Lagrange point is? Then yeah, uh, I do. Yeah. I know everything you've just said. Okay. That's that's the total of my knowledge about it. Okay, so and so simple. So I think about it is you know you imagine so the Earth's you know um, the gravity of the Earth you know you know is you know not as strong as gravity of the Sun, for example. Right, mm-hmm. but if you can imagine that sort of a point in between the Earth and the Sun, closer to the Earth than, than the Sun, where the the, uh, the effect of the gravity on a, 
on a body is about the same for both. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of being like you know it, you know held between those two points. And then mm-hmm. if you add like a third body like the moon, you put a whole bunch of different like Lagrange points. Basically, where, the, where basically the the gravitational pull is equal, you know, on, on from different directions, so an object can then basically be stabilized there. So it's like bungee cords, but for planets. Okay, I'm trying to do the Star like, Trek thing where they're yeah, explaining. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like you know, if you imagine gravity being sort of like the smooth like rubber sheet and balls are set on it, that's the point where there's like you're just on the cusp between rolling this way or that way. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, you, can, okay. you can maintain stability, and so like there's yeah. a, there's a there's a book, um, a Robert G- William Gibson, William Gibson, I think that's his name, uh, Neuromancer, where basically they imagine in the future there's basically like the space station at one of the Lagrange points, which is basically like you know the Las Vegas in space, and so it's you know it's outside nice. Earth, so they can basically do anything they want, and there's you know all this you know like gambling and you know lawlessness and all the stuff um and they placed one there i thought oh this would be so cool to go and actually you know what would it take to get to one of the lagrange points that's interesting how hard was it to actually calculate where it would be did you just kind of eyeball it or was it actually possible to well, calculate i was trying to figure it out and when, yeah. when i was reading a bunch of stuff to wiki stuff on, on the wiki mm. i find out that they actually don't support it uh, so then I kind of stop. I'm like, well, okay, yeah. you know, the physics model is very good, but it doesn't stop quite that detail. It's not perfect because I think that actually it, it seems like you can only be influenced by the gravity of one body at a time. Yeah, I think that's correct. Which seems like, a, yeah, which if you're going to do that kind of stuff is a is it's, a it's fatal a point. Flaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the whole point is to be influenced by two at a time. But yeah, because like I ran into that with the moonshot tutorial, which is where you know you aim towards the moon, and at a certain point during your transfer orbit you get caught by the moon's gravity and then you're wholly influenced by the moon's gravity and not, you know, the Kerbal or Kerbin? Kerbin is yeah. Kerbin is the body that you're yeah. launching from. Yeah, strikingly similar to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amazingly. Uh, but yeah, so uh, that that makes sense that they wouldn't fully model, I guess, the whole thing. But it's a shame that you can't do all that stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, I think they, they probably are going to eventually get there. They, they keep you know refining these things, you know, and it's yeah. only like version zero point two one, right? So it's oh not even God. it's not even beta yet. So I'm, I have no, I have complete faith they'll actually get there. Yeah. Uh, the so the thing that you mentioned. So first off, the the thing you may not be aware of because you don't play a lot of first person shooters most of the shortcut keys are standard so like the wasda like all, all those uh wasd qre like people are generally if they're oh, okay. played first person shooters they would be comfortable with them space is i don't use for a bunch of different things space bars used for different things but I, that that part didn't bother me and i think i'm actually similar to justin like my favorite parts were when was when i was piloting the spacecraft like that's the part i'd want i don't know if i really want to at least with the interface they present which is a separate issue it was pretty frustrating for me to go through the entire library of rocket stuff and try to compare mm. what the different attributes are because there's like mass and like you know amount of fuel and if it was like a table or something where you can mm. reasonably compare them, I think that would be a lot more fun. But literally, you have to scrub across every single item in the inventory, and there's a lot of stuff like you know utility and propulsion and like uh, uh, structural and all these different things you can build with. I don't know if it's the same in the demo. I should point it. Yeah, in the demo, you have a much smaller palette okay, yeah. of items to choose from. So, yeah. I, so I bought the full version, and there's just a, a shocking number of things that you can put in. So the way you do it is you hover over each of these items, and it does like this little HUD thing. Right. So trying to like remember or write down or screenshot or something to compare these things is really frustrating. Um, and maybe you're just not as aware of that in the demo. But that was one of the things that was kind of annoying. Is it's like you've got all this stuff and it's just impenetrable because there's no way to compare and contrast the different options. So I was actually frustrated about the lack of options in the oh, demo. Okay. You know, there's tons. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. that was my, that was my favorite part, you know, and 
Because I, I kind of more imagine this game would be something like I probably would have enjoyed it more. Had it be something more like Railroad Tycoon in space? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I want to like build a space station, so I need to like you know get all these different segments up there. You know, over time, yeah. and probably run out of money. And I need to somehow figure out a way to monetize this. I need to like keep providing like supplies. Yeah, you want sim launch station. Yeah, yeah, you know, like you know, like you know, I need to keep people alive. You know, and presumably the technology will be advancing over time. So I get right. better and better technology. Like, like I just was so maybe my expectations were wrong, but I was so excited for that aspect of it. And I was kind of immediately excited for the rocket building part because it was like oh this is, this is exactly it and I'm like what I have to freaking fly the thing like <laughs> not what I signed yeah. up for no, I, I, I was really glad <laughs> I mean it's awesome I would love to see the, the, like a Sim City, and maybe they will still do it because it's early on I guess but I would love to see a Sim City style treatment to it, right? Mm. So it's not because it's so rough around the edges. Like the core is great, like the, the, the core idea that you can just build a rocket from scratch, sort of, and launch it with real physics. And there's all these different. We didn't even mention the fact there's a lot of different planets you can go to, right? right? The, this, there's a complete solar system, and you can land on them and have multiple missions at the same time, and all kinds of stuff. But that that initial learning curve is so steep. You know, at least in the full version, that it's well, sort of—it was, it was still frustrating in the in the in the demo version too. Like without the, without the tutorial, like I got something on, on the on the launch pad, I turned my throttle all the way up, and I just like stood there Nothing bellowing happens. smoke out, and my thing would not take off. You know, like what, like, what is what was going on? You know, like, there's all kinds of like I had also weird experiences like that. Did you hit you, you hit hit space? Right? Yeah, okay. and then like and then my command module popped off the top. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like well, that's not what I wanted. You know, like that's awesome. How did you get stuck on the ground? Did your rocket too heavy? Or did you I think like, it was. I think it was too heavy or something. Like, oh, I, I, I forget. It was when I was early, early on. I didn't really understand yeah. what was going on at all. And there's very yeah. little feedback. There's tons of UI elements that I, I'm sure they do something, but I can't figure what they do. Like, because on them, they, yeah. like, they multiply or something, and you're like, what is this? Like, yeah, the UI yeah. is pretty, pretty brutal. And yeah. it's not very forgiving. And I think a lot of it is designed for things that are not in the demo. Like, I think that there's big chunks of the UI that are like for docking with other parts. Like, you know, oh, I want to do this docking maneuver between these two things, which is super cool, but absolutely not supported in the demo. But you still have all the UI baggage for it. So you can't do any of the docking stuff, but you have to pay the price for the like mental overhead of the docking user interface and you know it's yeah. probably worth mentioning that the kerbal thing doesn't really matter that or at least at this point i guess it would if you landed on a planet and you wanted your little guy to walk around but as far as if you just do like a regular get into orbit and take off like the kerbal thing is just sort of with the people, people. people. yeah they oh, don't yeah. really although it is pretty funny when you see the little picture of their head in the corner like yeah. screaming yes. <laughs> <laughs> as we're going through like 10 g's of acceleration <laughs> like <laughs> is it is funny. funny. So, did, did you all of you guys actually go back down, land back on Earth after doing like orbit or something? After when I learned I needed a parachute, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because it's funny because I got off. So there was one point where I was kind of like stuck in orbit, and I like the little guy jumped out, and he's like holding on. Did you? <laughs> get... No, you didn't EVA in orbit. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. that's no, like you can totally. EVA button. You can do it in the demo. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so the thing that I did accidentally was that. I don't know if you guys, maybe you ran into this in the demo, but maybe you didn't with the full game, is that even when I successfully splashed down and managed to not kill the little astronaut, yeah. nothing happens. Like, you splash down, and you just float in the ocean well, forever. So I think part of the, I, I, yeah, I kind of ran into the same thing. I mean, first off, you can get out and swim if you want to. Which I did accidentally. Yeah. That's what made me think of it, because I hit the little EVA button, yeah. and he, like, launches himself <laughs> out of the lander and just, like, floats in the ocean face down. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that the idea there is that, if, for example, you want to get like ten of them or whatever to Mars, you know, the equivalent of Mars, mm-hmm. you want them to be able to do that. Like you can have them, you know, you got to send a bunch of guys first. You can only send three at max per time, right. I think. So if you potentially, what you could do is, if you want to get nine of them there, I'm not sure what the benefit would be, but if you want to get nine <laughs> of them there, yeah. then you would send them three and get them all out, and then right. send another mission because it's persistent. Right. So you can just keep launching stuff. 
Um, so yeah, on, on Kerbal, it's I don't really know what the point is. You're just kind of swimming right. around. Yeah, it's not like you. Could, well, I guess maybe one thing you could do is if you build because you can build a can build rocket or a space plane. Plane. I so potentially plane you could fly, pick them up. Pick them up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's funny because you can actually, and I didn't mess around with this, but there's a, like a, a roster of Kerbals that really? have different attributes, mm-hmm. at least in the full version. And you know, if you kill them, you can't use them again. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> so they're, they're all. Uh, I don't know. I, they, it, the UI suggests you can't. Huh. So they, they have statuses and, like, where they are and all that kind of stuff. So I think the idea is that, you know, if, if you strand your guy out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean or whatever the Kerbalic Ocean is, whatever it is, hmm. then you could possibly go fly them. I, nobody tried to build planes, right? I we can't in the demo. Yeah, okay. yeah. That, I mean, that the video I found, we should put in the show notes, there was one video that really helped me figure out what was going on. There was a guy who did a YouTube video that was like 30 minutes long and mm. walked through that whole launch sequence better than the wiki. Mm. Um, but uh, the one of the things he says in the video is the space plane stuff is way harder, even though you think mm. it would be easier. So, but so I didn't even yeah. attempt that. Right. I felt like the game overall was sort of like a similar experience to actually like using Linux and that like <laughs> go to this, do a simple thing and you're like, I just, I, I think I'm a smart person, but I cannot figure out how yeah. to do this thing. There was so a lot so of you go online, you, you know, follow these tutorials and stuff, and then you're like, wow. I never would have figured this out on my, on my own, ever. Yeah. And then you go on to the next thing, which you can't figure out how to do, and then you find a tutorial and get there. And eventually you learn how to do all these things, and it's awesome. But it's like, there's no good sort of hand-holding along the way yeah. at all. And yeah. I think that's what the tutorials would be. I mean, for me, I couldn't... I glitched out or something, so some of them just flat-out did not work for me. So I thought that's what... So, But you guys actually... Did you go through all the, yeah, the tutorials? The tutorials were fine, but then I went to actually, yeah. do, like, actually build my own rocket, and that's like... The things that like worked in the tutorials didn't work. I think probably because hmm. I like had maybe things were weight was too was too heavy, or maybe some of them were bugs. I don't know what it was, know. but you know I had lots of there were there were times when I could not turn my throttles up. I put on shift, no response. That happened to me too. Yeah, when and the I, controllers I became like, completely, I could move the camera, but I couldn't actually control the spacecraft. Yeah, and I had plenty of fuel, and I had plenty of you know all the other resources I needed, and there, I, I, yeah, the throttle button didn't work. And the, yeah, I had, know, I had a lot of things like that where work. I was like, yeah. maybe I built the, the ship is somehow doesn't like have a throttle. Looks like I forgot some important piece or something. No. Like but there's just like this complete lack of feedback. Sounds like a bug. Yeah, yeah. And it felt like a bug. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really feel like there was a lot of explanation about how you like what how you should think about going to build a rocket. Like there's there's tutorial says well here's how to build one of them, but like understanding the different couplers and like there's there's literally a section <laughs> in the object you know the list of things you can include. You know, they say, like, propulsion and utility and all that other kind of stuff. There's one called science, <laughs> which seems very meta. <laughs> but there's a whole list of things in there that I don't really know what they do. So I kind of, and I guess that's what the wiki does. But, I mean, if you compare it to, like, Minecraft, which kind of had the same thing. I mean, it was it was built much faster. But it was, like, released early in beta. The wiki was the truth for everything. But even if you didn't go to the wiki, you could kind of make something happen. Like, it takes basically zero knowledge to walk across the ground. <laughs> right, yeah. you know, And you could, even if you didn't, like, you could have fun within, like, 15 minutes. And you basically, I mean, if, I, if somebody wanted to try it, I would recommend you immediately go to the wiki. Absolutely. Because if you just try to jump in, like I did, it, it you will just crash. It's literally all that will happen. And <laughs> nothing, you know, nothing fun will happen. And that, that was my biggest complaint is... It, it takes a while to get to the part where it's fun. Yeah. At least for me, it did. You know, yeah, I think that's really understandable. I don't, I don't know. I, I had a really good time playing it, and I didn't mind the fact that I had to kind of go to the wiki and learn all the stuff. I wish that the game, and maybe the full game is better if you play like the, the campaign mode or the story mode is maybe a little bit better, but just playing the sandbox in the demo, yeah, you're kind of left to your own devices, and they give you plenty of rope to hang yourself with with yeah. all these different rocket options and like, oh, am I going to go to the moon? Or am I not going to go to the moon? I'm going to just do a little orbit, or I'm going to crash land in the middle of the Pacific Ocean or whatever. Right. Um, 
But I don't know. I guess like my attitude approaching it was that it is literally rocket science. Like I don't feel bad having to Google the answers for like how this game works because like it's real like NASA simulator. It's like, Oh, you actually have to understand like some orbital mechanics, like as intimidating as that sounds like you have to learn like this, the smallest amount and the tutorials, like, I don't know. I kind of did it backwards. I did the tutorials last, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I thought it was great. Like in the tutorials, it really helped me kind of understand like, Oh, this is probably how real, rockets work yeah. you have to like i would hope so yeah you have to like time you know your burns and you're like oh that was awesome you I want to like that. adjust the yeah. orbital plane and you like do this thing where you like you know thrust yeah once i feel particular, like, like I was, just even the terminology is so cool yeah like, i, I, had so I don't know if it's real just, but i feel like it is yeah, exactly I, like like, it is. I had so much fun just reading things like and now you have to do a burn to adjust your orbital plane i'm like sold <laughs> like, if there's any game that involves burning to adjust your orbital plane that sounds really badass but like, you totally i feel like now we can just sort of drop that casually in conversation <laughs> right. oh you reach your AP, uh, what is it called the AP, uh, they the, call it a uh, i can't pronounce it i think we need to get that nailed so we can drop it casually. <laughs> yeah right, right now think, we're stumbling over i think they have to sort of fudge it a little bit because they don't call them like earth and the moon or whatever but i think the that uh, opasis i forget how i think i think the term that they like the real like NASA uses is apogee and perigee. Uh, that's why it looks similar but wrong. Right. So, because I try, I like right clicked and did the define, whatever, yeah. and dictionary came back with nothing. So, yeah. but I think that like, you know, apogee and perigee that is relative so to sense. Earth, but then there's like apoh- apohelion and perihelion, which is relative to the sun. So it's like yeah. your closest and furthest past to the sun. And so, like, it's all kind of the same thing, but they don't use the exact terms because it's not technically Earth or not technically the sun. I see. Yeah. I mean, I, so, so for, for the record, like, I'm, I expected to have the wall of like, it is rocket science. The thing to me that was frustrating was not the technical part. It's that the, it felt like I was fighting the user interface to try to get to the point where I would interact in that way. Cause th- there's things to click on, but they almost never did what I thought would happen when I clicked on them. Mm. You know, it was, it was sort of like, I feel like it could get to the point where the science is the hard part. And for me, the interface was the hard part. Did, did you feel that way when you're building the rocket or flying for the sure. rocket? Yeah. Or? Like, I mean, just the perfect, the, the thing I mentioned before, which is that if you're going to, sh- and you guys put the demo, so maybe this is, this is where I felt more pain with this. But if you're going to show me a list of 250 items, mm. making me mouse over every single one is probably impractical. Yeah. And at that point it was sort of like, you know, how about a grid or something, <laughs> you know, like something helped. So it was just like, you, you're, you're asking me to build this thing and get up in the sky and make decisions about, how much mass there is and how much fuel and everything, but trying to get to the point where you have enough knowledge to make those decisions well was harder than I thought it should be. Once I was in space, I was having a ton of fun. Yeah. Like doing the whole, like setting your orbit and setting your waypoints. And like, at that point I was like, okay, now it it was worth all that other stuff. It was just trying to get up. Like it was just Mm. surprisingly difficult, but yeah. So I I don't know. It, 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 for me, it would be hard to recommend it to somebody right now. I hope it will get to the point where it'll be an easy recommend because all that stuff will be smoothed out. But if you're really hardcore like Steve is on space science, then, you know, even though you didn't enjoy it, I would I would have to, you're glad you tried it or not? I'm glad I tried it. And there were some cool things, too. Like, I mean, there were, there were some things that, like, I, like, you know, just the, say, the responsiveness of the control surfaces when you're still, when you're, like, in the atmosphere versus when you get into space. Like, I mean, there's no no comparison, right? You know, when you yeah. just, you know. and like, on purpose. No, exactly. And, like, and it just nails home so many of these things. Like, wow, the way you control your, your spacecraft is completely different based on whether you're in the atmosphere or not, you know. And, like, there's lots of really cool things. I'm like, wow, this is, this is, like... It really sort of drove home these things I sort of knew before but hadn't actually, like, experienced. And so that was kind of fun. Uh, my bigger problem was just it wasn't the game I thought I was going to play. And yeah. it's not really the kind of game I, I do want to play. Um, I'm actually and, really, yeah. I feel like we kind of both want the same thing but for different reasons. We both want, like, sim rocket launch in Space Station, right? Where it's, like, it's not as much the minutia, kind of. Yeah, I, 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 I want to be, I want to be, you know, like... 
I want to be at NASA at like Mission Control, and I want to be like you know like planning out this whole like series of missions and how we're going to get to the moon and how we're going to use our resources. I want to I want to do that macro level thing. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want you know, to deal with all this little minutia about like actually flying the plane, you know, flying the the, the spacecraft. They should do multiplayer where I can fly the spaceship, you plan out the missions, <laughs> and then you do the rockets. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. No, I, I went into the game expecting minutia. I got minutia. I loved it. <laughs> it was exactly the minutia I was hoping for. I will no. say, you feel like, at least for me, I felt like a total badass when I did my first rocket separation, the second stage. Yes. You hit that space bar, and it is so satisfying. <laughs> it flies away. Yes. Although, I had a couple times where, like, especially for the simpler spacecraft, where you're not actually planning to go to orbit. Yeah. I would separate the stages, and they would just smash into each other. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, if you don't – because I would separate – because the thing that would happen is that I would run out of fuel from, like, the solid rocket booster or whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm out of fuel. Time to separate. But, you know, you're still accelerating upwards. Yeah. But, like, just because the rockets aren't firing doesn't mean you're not moving up. Right. And so I think it would have been better to, like, separate right at the moment where you're sort of, like, hovering there before you fall back down, and then maybe you would separate from each other. But I would separate as soon as the rockets ran out of engine, and then the rockets would just slam into the command module. I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody on board just got a concussion from the thing just slamming into them. Sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. I do like I'm the bad. I do like the little guys in there because when like you because you can do re-entry obviously or you have to do re-entry yeah. if you want to get back. And when you're when you're flying through the atmosphere and the thing's heating up, the guy's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> He's like freaking out in his little command module. So yeah, yeah. But. No, it's a ton of fun. I, I, I would wholeheartedly recommend it Recommend it if you've ever had the fantasy of actually flying a rocket. I think that you will completely fulfill that fantasy with a game as it is now. But if you're looking for, like, sort of sim space, then maybe that's not exactly what you're going to get today. I would say go to the wiki while you're downloading the game. Absolutely. If the, if the wiki, wiki is, like, just amazing and fascinating and it's exactly all you imagined, then you will love the game. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah. Perfect way to say it. All right. Well, that's a review of Kerbal Space Program. Thanks for listening. If you have any feedback about the show, we'd love to uh, get an email from you. Our email address is feedback at lowearthorbit.fm. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our username there is at lowearthshow. And uh, please leave us a review on iTunes. That really helps us out. Uh, There's a link to our iTunes page on our website at lowearthorbit.fm. Thanks for listening. Whatever you want to start or do, or <clears throat> so you want me to do the intro right now, or yeah, you want me to... we're doing Kerbal, right? We're gonna say, I'm gonna say, we can just do, you can just start doing <laughs> well, it. Well, yeah, I just, just want to like make sure that I know what I'm doing in my head, so I'm gonna say, everyone's oh, actually, you should probably move your phone in case it goes off. That's actually in fact your phone, mine? I think. I should move my phone in case it goes off. <laughs> yeah. But we do, but we do have the do we still want you to record the you know, yeah, welcome to Lower Harbor yeah, this see. week on, yeah, yeah. yeah. last time. <laughs> Previously on Lost. <laughs> can we can we put? I, I, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But part of me wants that for like a joke. Thing. Which One does it? Yeah. Previously on Low Earth Orbit, <laughs> and then just have like snippets of our previous conversation with like dramatic music in the background. It'd be great. On this episode of Low Earth Orbit, we reviewed the game Kerbal Space Program. Put a little stink on it. There is awesome. A little what? You put a little stink on it. A little stink. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little noir. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's right. You know, going for the thirties. Thirties radio announcer. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that is what I just got. <laughs> is that <laughs> very uh, appropriate? It's Hercules. Hercules. That's his name. I was going to say Atlas, but Hercules. I mean, that's. I, I don't really. Know I didn't realize Hercules get better. Was than a Chihuahua though. Well, he's, he's, he's a, a Chihuahua, and all of the background a, noise of the <laughs> video chats and stuff. <laughs> he, he's a uh, like Alaskan Chihuahua or something. He's he's got like a ridiculously thick coat. I made that up. I don't know if it's an actual breed. He's but a Chihuahua. He looks like he looks like a husky coat 
on a chihuahua. Wow. Yeah. He has to live in that sounds like Arizona? an awkward situation. <laughs> Arizona. <laughs> that sounds like horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What is the deal here? a husky and a chihuahua. Oh, you didn't know. I don't know if that's a real thing. I, it looks like a husky. I don't know if that actually happened. Okay. Uh, but, you know. I mean, what was he? I mean, Doberman and Butte. <laughs> yeah, don't think about He's that like, too, too, much, too long. Don't talk about my parents. <laughs> sure your parents are nice people. Okay. <laughs> Look at his face. Really? Really going to bring that up? <laughs> we're we're going to talk about my past? Come on. Okay. Should we record a podcast? We should. Okay. Let's do it. Oh, my God.